Welcome to the No More BS Hello Success when it comes to building your online business. I am your host, Michelle Churchill. Today, I am a top income earner in the network marketing profession. I help network marketers just like you go from the BS to the success. Each week, I will bring you the most efficient and best strategies to generate more prospects, more sales, build a bigger, better team using strategies that are freaking duplicatable. I hope you're ready. Let's get to the show. All right, we are live. And today is a very, 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 very special day because we have a very, very unique top transformational freaking coach on this like who literally brings fire to the online space of making money online she's been in the industry for over 20 freaking years um i'm I'm so honored to have her on and be able to interview her today and have her bring her big her biggest tips and her tricks and share all the knowledge that she's had through the years of literally developing huge businesses and not only that but taking people who are just like you and I who have problems in our business and turning them into solutions. So it's so, so awesome. She's going to introduce herself. But before we do, you know, when I first got connected with Joan, she has these very inspiring cards that each morning she just kind of shuffles through them. And if you don't, yes, right here, ignite light. If you don't have time. If you don't have time to be, you know, uh, the personal development thing, or, you know, you wake up and you kind of have, you know, a little bit of an off day, you can literally just shuffle them, close your eyes and read one. And that's what I want to start with today. So the first one, the one that I brought up is sometimes the best thing to do is pause, check in with yourself. Sometimes I can easily explain the way I'm feeling. Other times I need to halt and ask myself, am I hungry? Am I angry? Am I lonely? Am I tired? Flip the switch from running on empty and pause to check in with yourself. Take care of you so that you can take care of others. Get to the bottom of what's making you feel the way you feel. Wow. Right? And I love how like intentional they are. Like when I read them, I feel like it's the one that I need specifically for that day to get me moving the the needle forward, you know, in every area of my life. Totally. those are very inspiring so Joan please like give a cap like share with everyone (laughs) who you are you know what you're all about and just give them the energy that you bring and manifest into this world well first I have to say thank you Michelle it's an honor to be here on your show and I have to say that you and and your example has um been such an incredible, uh, uplifting, um, just, I, I don't even know how to describe it because so many members of my team and people that follow me on my leader community are still talking about the amazing training that you did. And so I'm so grateful to be here. And I love that we work in an industry where people like you and I, and so many others are so willing to give of their time. So thank you for having me here. Um, Gosh, a little bit about myself. Well, I started back in 2001 and I joke around and and 
say that I was one of these people that was a two page Turner mom. You know, I had a great career at Nordstrom. I loved what I did, but by the time I would get home to my son, you know, and read a story, I would try and cheat and, and skip pages because I was so exhausted. And I found myself literally grabbing a journal from my backpack. I used to commute on the Washington State Ferry, you know, going from Seattle back to my home. And I didn't know anything about really manifesting. I mean, I might have known about intentions and goals because I did those, of course, with numbers at Nordstrom and management. But, you know, I just was at this place where I thought there's got to be something more for me. And I'm sure many people right now that are listening are probably thinking and feeling much the same way. Like there's got to be something more. I'm not quite where I want to be or something's just, you know, not flowing the way that I really want to feel all the time. And I thought, you know, I'm just going to make a list of what I want my life to look like. And I'm, and I didn't overthink it. I wasn't thinking like the way we train people now or anything, but I thought just going to write out what I want my life to look like. And what ended up on the pages of that journal was what happened in my life. And it started in less than two weeks. So I wrote things like I wanted to have the freedom, you know, to write my own schedule. And I know that might sound canned to many of you, but I just wanted freedom, period. You know, I felt that for 12 plus hours of the day, I was owned by a company that I loved, but it was like, it just was like, ugh, I felt so boxed in. And the other few things that I wrote was, you know, I wanted my son to be a car kid. I didn't want to walk him to the bus or have him go to daycare. I just didn't want that anymore. I really just forced myself to really imagine that life. And I pictured being in this beautiful home with my kitchen and, you know, me giving him snack. I pictured me having a business of my own and helping people. And I even wrote some of the very things that I did at Nordstrom that I love to do. And wouldn't you know it, two weeks later, my very best friend said, Joni, I have no idea what you're doing, but you might want to take a look at this because I think you'd be really good. And I share this a lot of times in my story, Michelle, because I know there's people right now that are afraid to offer people, you know, the opportunity to look at their business. And I want to just tell you that if it hadn't been for that, and really what it was, was an answer to prayer or intention, however you want to look at it. But if my best friend hadn't have stepped out and just said, hey, you might want to take a look at it. I don't know what you're going to think, but just look. I wouldn't be here today. And I do get really choked up because that's the very beginning of my story. But 23 years later, where that one invitation made such a difference in my life, I've been able to build four multi-million dollar businesses, work with amazing companies. Um, but the amount of people that I've been able to help and that have helped me, it's off the charts. I mean, I, I wouldn't even know where to start, but I will tell you that this industry and what we have the ability to do 
by representing amazing companies, incredible products, and just sheerly supporting and helping others. I mean, to me, that's what life's all about. Yes, you have me choked up over here. I'm like, oh my gosh, when you speak, it's just so inspiring. Aww. Because I mean it, because you're, it's so crazy how different people's stories are. You know, I said no when someone reached out to me to being a part of this, you know, industry. I said a hard no for five years. Yeah. I have to be honest, I made, fun of, I made fun of people who were online trying to make money and help other people make money. And, you know, after I became in a different area of my life where, I literally had to have money coming in because I was a single mom and I couldn't work any more jobs because I had so many other jobs going on. Right. I said yes to this and I didn't even have the ability to dream like you did to write down what I wanted my life to look like because I just didn't think that I could have something like that because I felt so broken. So finding mentors and leaders like you and being asked the question, anyone even listening, what would your life look like right now if you had all the time, you had everything you wanted in this world, there was no worries about a job, there was no, what would right. your life look like? I right. paused and I started writing that down on a piece of paper and I wrote it down and I'll never forget even my vision board now for where I want to be is on the back of my phone. All I did every single day was manifest inside of that and just yeah. like two weeks later, your friend reached out to you things like that happen with me. That's how I kind of met you. All of a sudden yep. I'm like, my gosh, I'm speaking on a podcast. I'm doing, but that's what happens when you that's actually manifest and dream. Yeah. And, and you know, I want to point out something you said, because you said, you know, that you weren't even thinking about, uh, you know, that, you, how do I say this? You mentioned that you weren't even at that place of allowing yourself to dream big or to think of anything. And I, I have to tell everybody here that, you know, I don't know what came over me that day on the ferry because mostly, you know, I, like you, was a single mom. You know, I was in an unhealthy relationship with my boyfriend at the time. And, you know, much of my brain power was going to what wasn't working in my life to all of the problems that I had. And that is what really has given me such a passion because if somebody knew me before, maybe on the outside, I probably looked fine. Like, you know, she has a pretty good life or whatever. But on the inside, people that knew me knew I was really crumbling. And when I started this business, I didn't have any, you know, preconceived notion, or I should say this, I had a similar um, thought, like, yeah, fat chance. I remember writing my list and it was in a journal, you know, kind of like this. I still journal today. But when I made my list, I remember reading it and I, I tell this, I mean, it's kind of funny, but at the bottom, I thought, you know what, working from home, making a six figure income. I remember I wrote all these things down right? And I went just like this. Fat chance that's going to happen where I live. Like literally, I didn't believe it. I didn't. All I did was ask. And that's what I want people to hear. I had enough, I don't know, enough to go. I at least want 
that. And that's where the journey started. And Joan, I can't stress, stress that enough to so many people that I talk to that in every area of their life, whether it's wealth or whether it's fitness and health, I can't do that. I'm not motivated. The belief part of it, that belief and actually looking into that. So when you threw it down and you said, I can't have that, how did you continue to manifest in that to yeah. make that become true, to stick around for 20 freaking years through extremely... <laughs> Good times, extremely bad times, hard times, busy times, and ugly times. Yeah. It's so admirable. Well, I like that you asked me that question because sometimes I ask myself that. Like, I can't believe that somebody who, you know, as an employee, I had goals. And, you know, but they were really set for me through Nordstrom. Like, you know, I knew, like, this is what we were going to do next. And here's how we were going to get to the next thing. Um, but as an entrepreneur, this was fairly new to me. I mean, I did have some background with my family owning businesses. And so I've always been somebody that had the desire to, you know, create something, but I really, I really didn't know what. So the question you asked me was, you know, how did I really stick with this? And how did I see through year after year? Because definitely I've had companies shut down on me. I've left companies for some reason or another. I've started brand new. I've started over. I've been out for, you know, working in the corporate part of our industry for three, four years. Um, then I went back and started all completely over with no one. I mean, so I have done a lot of different things. And I will say this, you know, most people probably look at my life and go, oh, yeah, well, easy for her. No, it's not easy for me. It's been a constant journey of growth. And that's what I would say. The first part when I said yes. So for all of you out there that are maybe just considering, or maybe you just said yes, or maybe you're at that place where your business is in the tank, right? You just are like, I don't know what to do. This isn't working. When I tell you one of the things I did that made the biggest difference, and I train this to every person that I work with, for 90 days, Michelle, I followed the company's success plan. And I did that because I didn't want to fail. And I knew myself well enough to know that I, I, I had, let me say this, I had joined a company before, like for a split second where I invested the money. And then I went, you know what, this is going to be too much work. I already have a full-time job. I'm not doing it. So I did like one, one event with that company. And then when I said yes to the second thing, I thought there's no freaking way that I am going to do what I did before. Because I saw a couple people that were in that company that joined when I did, and I knew they were making six figures now. So I kind of had a little bit of that FOMO. But here's what I did. I thought, okay, companies have success plans or fast start plans for a reason. It's to set that person up for success. So I'm not going to try and reinvent the wheel. I'm going to follow the plan and I'm going to do every single thing. Even if it scares me, I'm going to work through the fear to get on the other side and do what they're telling me. And I will tell you, I made no excuses. Now, did I have fear? Yeah. Like, 
picking up the phone and doing reach outs in those days was how you did it. You had to be a lot more front facing because we didn't have the internet. I mean, I stood in fear and I write about that in my book for, you know, a good half a week, 48 hours, 72 hours where I stared at the phone on the wall and I thought, forget it. This is stupid. Why am I doing this? It's just fear of what people were going to think. But then I found a way and it was like, well, what people ask me all the time, well, how'd you get out of the fear? Well, I thought of one person that would have to say yes to me. Because I knew just with one yes, I would have the confidence to get another yes and to hear another 10 no's. But if I could get one yes, I had some business. And that is how it started. And one day at a time, I checked the checklist, you know, and we have those same tools today. So if you're out there, and you're stuck or you're not succeeding, let me ask you, how are you using your company's success plan? How are you using a checklist of those daily DMOs? Because if you truly follow that, you will succeed. There's no way that you can't because that's what you do, Michelle. And that's what I do still to this day. It's called the basics. We can, when we can be masterful at the basics, you can do anything. I agree. But I, I, you know, something that I struggled with in the beginning that I made into my superpower was to actually check the box because here in life, you're like, oh, I did everything I was supposed to do today. Okay. What did you do? Like you think that you remember everything because you you think that you're just right on top of it. Just like, I can't even leave the gym and Think about the times you leave a grocery store or you walk out of the mall or the gym and you can't even remember where you parked your car, let alone four or five tasks a day to actually build a substantial business. You've got to check the box. And that's one thing that I've never stopped doing since I was in a rut. And since I wanted to have that momentum is go to the daily methods of operations. And in every single plan out there, every company, everything on that is, is personal development. So if you're not yep. pouring into yourself day in and day out, I love how you mentioned the personal development. The one thing that I love about this business and the one reason why no matter what, I will never stop is that it's a personal development journey with a freaking income attached to it. it I have never grown in so much. I mean, in the past five years of being in the industry, I'm a completely different human being than the person who I was five years ago. And it's for right. one reason books of people like you pouring into myself from people who have already doing it, borrowing your belief, pouring mm-hmm. in and actually checking the box and not just saying, well, I did it this week, but really you did it two days out of seven days. So yeah. I really respect and admire you for saying that 20 years still in, I bet your butt you're still literally checking a box and following the systems that actually work because you out of all people, Joan, have to pivot. 20 years ago, things were way different. You had oh, to boy. probably walk up to people face to face. You know what I mean? Now you can do it behind a screen. You have help with, I mean, you have so many tools and resources and other people out there that you can look up to. So it makes you that much more admirable. 
Oh, well, gosh, I, I, I thank you. I mean, I appreciate it. I will tell you, though, when I look back at where, where I've come and where people, you know, I have people on my team today that, have, that started with me 23 years ago. And that's a, that brings tears to my eyes because I get to watch them literally uh, transform before my eyes. And it's from what I like to say, it's from, you know, it, it kind of like glory to glory, right? It's from like evolvement to evolvement. And I couldn't agree more with you. This business, what, what to me, you know, when I started in this business, I'm just going to, I can come out and just say it, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're just going to let it hang out. You know, I was a young single mom. I was in my uh, young 30s and, you know, I was struggling to find, you know, just that joy and peace and happiness. And I was in a relationship that was really, you know, looking back, it was pretty toxic. And, and part of the toxic was me. You know, I had a drinking problem that I was not addressing. I don't even know that I knew I had a drinking problem, but you know, things would happen to me when I drank that, it, that diminished my self-esteem and, you know, that I didn't mean to do. And I always felt so sorry. And, you know, that was one of the first things that I like to say that, you know, God really cleaned up in my life, you know, within 90 days of being in network marketing, I found myself getting a DWI landing, um, or I should say choosing landing in jail, but then choosing to go to treatment. And, you know, that isn't something that a, a young single mom would really be proud of. But, you know, I had great support through my family and, you know, I, I didn't really want to quit drinking. I needed to quit drinking because I wanted the life. I wanted to live a life I love more than the life I was living. But I didn't know how I was going to do it. And all while I had this brand new business, but I started to see that I was spending, I had all this big, huge amount of time, you know, because I wasn't drinking. And what I feel like is, you know, it was just one thing that needed to be cleaned up in my life in order to allow me to be on that path of being a leader that people would choose to follow. Um, and now, you know, today I, I, I don't drink today and, and my life is great. And I, I mean, going from wondering how I was going to stop drinking to not drinking, that's a miracle in and of itself. But the growth that we experience in this industry. I mean, it's phenomenal if you lean into it. And for me, you know, I think a lot of people can overthink everything and you think you've got, I just was, in fact, Michelle, this just happened to me in the last couple of years. You know, you think you need everything to be perfect to have success. And I've hired coaches. I've always had, I have right now, I have three that I work with and I've always had coaches I've always had mentors. I've always been just hungry for programs and learning. But here's what I'll say. You know, I had someone not too long ago look at my own brand, right? And he goes, God, you have the brand of a, you know, you got a million dollar brand and blah, blah, blah. And But there's a couple things missing. And I was like, yeah, I know. He goes, Joan, what's the number one thing that you need to focus on? Or what's the top two things? And I want to say this because it's the same thing, guys, in your businesses. What moves the needle is sales 
and recruiting. That's what moves the needle. So on your checklist, if it says create graphics and, you know, uh, I mean, I don't even know what it could be, but if it doesn't move the needle for selling your product and sharing your business, quit freaking doing it because you're wasting your time. And I had to be brought back to that 23 years later because I was doing all these things behind the scenes that don't even really matter. They're called extracurricular activities. <laughs> now, is it nice to have a great graphic and a good logo? Of course, but they don't sell your products. You and me, Michelle, and all of you listening, we sell our products. And people are buying us. And that's one of the things, Michelle, I have to say I admire when I look at your stuff. You're so focused because you know this. You know that there's a couple hero products in, in, the, in the company that you're with in the line that you chew up, you eat up, and you really help the people that are responding to what you're putting out there. And that's how you're where you are. And if I unpack my whole businesses, because it's been different companies with different ways of doing businesses. Um, you know, it's not the same and none of it's the same. And that's one of the things I love. I love change. But let me say this. If it wasn't for understanding that, what am I really here for? Yes, I'm here to help people. Yes, certain things that look good from the outside are important, but they're not the most important. And when we figure that the majority of people have one to maybe two hours a day to work on their business, the checklist, and I agree with you, I still, I am a checklist person. I am, I do a lot of things on paper and that's just me. I'm not judging anybody, but that's how I know it's done. I love that. So, so many people just look at you and, oh gosh, Joan is so inspiring and she's just so awesome and don't realize that you're a human out there that is actually starting new conversations with people every single day. I think it's one of the craziest things I think is that one of my biggest objections was that I knew my friends and family were going to be a hard no. And even right. being in a previous company to where I am now, I mean, in February, starting 300 new customers and 10 new recruits, not one of those people I've ever known in my entire life of living. So yeah. it goes to show you there's billions of people in this world. I love that I've met people like you who I can resonate with and be like-minded with more than I did like in high school. We just have like this limiting belief that's holding us back that doesn't make us want to believe that being on social media is a platform to be social without, right. To right. Be, without having to be a spammy whammy butthole. I love saying yeah. that. So I have yeah, to yeah. Say that. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but Joan, tell people like what, what are the things each and every day that you are doing what are your non-negotiables that you do every day to show up to move the needle forward when it comes to growing a business? I don't care if it's now or 20 years ago. Like, what have you done to build such an empire? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it like this. I mean, the first thing that I've done is I've collected a lot of friends. And I think that's where really it starts. On social media, whatever your company is you know, whatever you're, um, you know, whatever you're representing, 
I don't think it's all that different company to company, or even if you're in network marketing or if you're just selling a digital product. I think that people often have the misconception that, you know, they're focused on, and, and here I just said this, they're focused on the end result of the sale, but to get the sale, we have to start with connection. You know, people buy from people they know, like, and trust. So the first question that I look at and, and how I work with people and, and myself is, do people know me? Do they know me? And there's a whole great big wide world out there. We're never going to, you know, be in front. There's never a loss for leads. So let's just make sure that if you're on social media, that if, if you ever tell your upline or you ever tell yourself, well, I've, I've exhausted my lead list. You're just thinking that's a limiting belief because the lead list is the world and your job is to get out there so people know you. So I kind of have a way of looking at this. Um, maybe, I don't know if it's different, but to me, it's like this. When you make a post, that's me talking to people. When people comment, like, heart, love, or give me the thumbs up, that's them talking back to me. Now I have something to talk about because they responded to what I was talking about. So now it's my job to do the follow-up. That's the third step of it. So, you know, it doesn't matter if I'm going to be talking about a product, like a physical product that I take, you know, or if I'm going to be talking about the business. I'm the initiator of the conversation. It's just like I'm calling you, Michelle. Hey, Michelle, it's Joan. And you go, hey, Joan, what's up? I don't go silent. You know, I say, oh, I was giving you a call because I wanted to see what you and your guy were doing tonight for dinner. That's my offer, you know, then you respond and now we're in a conversation. But how did we get in the conversation? Because we have a connection, right? We started with you were interested in something that I was talking about. And we, we, uh, you know, we began that because we had a connection. So so every day, every day, that's very clear that you are posting content, posting content and through post, and you are yep. starting conversations with those people. I always like to tell people, Joan, which is a way that I learned because I used to kind of feel weird about it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I would I would tell myself that they just walked into my Lululemon, and I yeah. either look them in the eye and I say hi, how are you, or I look at them mm -hmm. and I turn my face and I walk away. I don't want to ever be that person. So, so I'm always. Hey, how are you? Oh my gosh. Do you like coffee? Like what kind do you like? And just starting a conversation and you would be, and guess what? You're never going to get good at it guys. Cause I used to look at my husband and go, Jeff, I can talk to anyone face to face, but you put me behind a screen. I don't know what to say. I can't see their, you know, I can't see what they're wearing. I can't get, you know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. know. He's like, just keep continuing to do it, Michelle. And you'll get good at it. And he was right. right. Now I can have these conversations. I look back and I'm like, but you're never going to get good at it. Sitting there wondering how to do it. So just start right. doing it. No one's going to think you're weird. You're not going to go to jail. Like nothing bad's going to come from it. All no. good. And honestly, yeah. you're going to find out more about yourself and you're going to learn from each person. So that's something that I really love. And um, that's, that's, that's something that I had to suck up in the beginning is to have content and to realize that there has to be a follow-up from me.
Right. And the other thing is that I think people don't realize is, uh, you know, I, I mean, I shouldn't say people, I should, I should just say me, you know, I think that sometimes we get this idea that we've got to be everywhere. You know, you've got to be on Facebook, you've got to be on Instagram, you got to be on TikTok, you got to be on YouTube, you got to, got to, got And And if you have the capacity to handle it, then you ought to be, right? I agree with that 100%. But what I think majority of people that are getting started or that are even mid-level leaders, hey, master one platform first. I was looking at myself, even just Facebook, right? Literally, I have five different places that I can post, right? We've got our our, our uh, feed, right? Our, our, our wall, right? Where That comes up in our feed. We've got stories. We can do reels. We can do lives. And we can, and I have a group. That's five different audiences. Now, what I think people often think, and Michelle, you tell me what you think, but I think they think, I got to post five different things in all those different areas. Well, part of my post becomes part of my story, becomes part of my reel if I'm doing a live or my in my group. It's it really I might change a little or take away a little, but it's all one piece of content. And then we repurpose that stuff too. You know, so anyway, I think there's a lot of misconception when I talk, especially with new people that, you know, they've got to be everywhere. And I would say master one platform first, because there's more than enough leads in one platform, whatever your choice is. I mean, most people are going to choose Facebook or, you know, Instagram first, probably most, but it doesn't matter. Whatever it is, there's so many opportunities in front of you to follow up with all of those leads that I personally, I have a hard time keeping up, you know? What about you? What do you think of that? Hey, I agree. I mean, when I, when I go to events and I see top leaders, I'm in their face. I'm like, what are you doing? And they're like, well, I have three tablets in front of me. I'm on Facebook here, Instagram here, and TikTok on the other one. I'm like, okay, why not kill? And it's all when I'm everywhere. I'm in every group. I'm in the reel. I repurpose it and I put it up everywhere because I look like to look at it as a commercial. You know, Domino's Pizza cannot get me on their new pretzel pizza until I see it nine or 10, 15 times. Yeah. So the thing is, we're showing up once, but then we pull back. And I want to also say that when I started back five years ago, never compare your chapter freaking one to someone's right. chapter 20. Just like with Joan, I'm not going to compare my chapter five years to her chapter 20 because I started this business by adding value with positive quotes. I started yep. this business by sharing healthy recipes that helped me lose 30 pounds. I shared posts that helped me get my water in by setting a 90 minute timer. So I didn't come out of the gate going, here's my face and I'm putting sunless tanner on and I'm not stuttering over my words. That wasn't right. I've right. grown through what I've gone through in the personal yeah. development. And I've just been here longer than you have. So yeah. try not to ever have that comparitis when it comes to you launching your business, because it shouldn't look like my business and it shouldn't look like Joan's business. What it should look like is if you do have a positive quote or you're sharing a recipe, 
that should be on your stories because there's conversation starters you can see there because you can see exactly who was on your stories. Right. It should be created into a reel. It should be in some type of private group where you can have a community of people where you're just adding free value, whether you're checking in each day and doing 7,500 steps. Yeah. And everything should just can be on that platform. And I agree with you because getting overwhelmed, nothing's going to yeah. get Nothing's going to get done. And you that's well master, Yes. Yes. You might as yep. well master the one platform, like you said, and then you can, okay, I get reels. I get it now. And then Instagram's kind of similar. So then you're going to realize your growth rate is going to actually quadruple and be less time because you're going to be able to just jump right in and learn faster because you mastered it. And it's kind of, you know, similar, right? Right. I agree. Yeah. And I, I think the most important thing, again, that we have to go back to is if you're, posting content and you're overthinking it and all of a sudden now you've ate up your time. Mm -hmm. Well, you've got to go back to look at your checklist because if I could work a full-time job for one year, 23 years ago, I worked two, no, it was a party plan the way I started in this industry, but I worked two nights. I did two, two little parties, two spa parties on Tuesdays and Thursdays, the nights that my son went with his dad. And I was on the phone in those days. You know, we didn't have Facebook groups and stuff, but I was on the phone with people, you know, during my breaks when I could, you know, and all the different things, just kind of like what we do today. But here's what I'll say. I built a six-figure business working probably 15 hours a week. If I really get down to it mm -hmm. over a year, you know, did I spend, you know, more time at some points? Probably. But for those people that are like, well, I'm working a full time. I don't know if I'd ever be able to get there. Yeah, you can. You just have to become laser focused on what you're doing and make sure that the things that you're doing are the things that move the needle. I can't say that enough. Because sometimes there'd be days where everything got out of control. You know, my son had a meltdown. I don't know, traffic. And then I look and I'm like, okay, what, what can I do today? And it was still the same things that we do now. It's just a different way of doing it. It was like, okay, you know what? You've got to get a, another party on the books or you've got to get another two because once I had those parties on the books, guys, I then had a built in, you know, how I would follow up because then it would be a matter of getting the people to the parties. Um, it's not much different. The skills, the companies, um, you know, they, the skills are really the same. The companies and the products might be different, but if you can, in my opinion, just get very laser focused on what are those top activities, you're going to be, you're going to be successful. All the other stuff comes over time. Yes. I can't explain that enough to people. Like people come in and they're like, it's breaking down to be like $3 an hour. You know, my first, you know, if I only made 300 or 400 my first month, but I'm putting time, you know, an hour a day into this, it's not, it's not get rich quick. It's get rich. Eventually when I yeah. found that I could come into this business and dedicate three hours a week, to make an additional 250 bucks a week, that additional thousand dollars a month was so meaningful to my family. Yeah. And you're consistent and you keep showing up month after month and doubling that. Well, obviously you're going to see it. 
eventually pays off. And it again, does. Again, I'm so glad that I didn't like look at someone like John Melton and go, it took him seven years to crack a six figure income. Do you think he was just showing up 30 minutes a day every day? Right. No. I mean, he was probably showing up a couple hours a day every day, but he didn't quit. And he wasn't saying, oh, well, my breakdown is probably about eight cents an hour. That's what I'm making. He saw the long, the big picture. And that's what I saw. I yeah. saw the freedom, be home with my daughter. I don't want her to be a bus mom. I want to be a car boy, just like, you know, car daughter, just yeah. like you. I want to have, you know, that's what I saw. So I just kept going because there's not just one person in this industry who does it. There's a no. ton of people. And when you watch the people who walk across the stage, there's nothing special about them. They no. come in every different shape, every different size, every different ethnicity, every different age. So anyone can do it. The difference between you and that person is the big picture that's seen. You know what I yep. mean? Well, like, I do. I agree with you 100%. And I also think like if somebody was going to say to me, well, why did you succeed in four businesses? Because I think that is something to be said. Like, how can you do it over and over and over? Because I know that there is a strategy. There is a way to do this. It starts with me having a strong personal business. When my personal business is really strong, I'm bringing in sales and leads and recruits and all that. And then I begin learning how to work with my people. And that's kind of part of developing leaders, which, you know, I really have been able to um, support a lot of people learning or developing a six-figure income over the years. And, you know, that is part of helping them duplicate the systems and seeing the vision and, but, but the vision for themselves. Yes. You know, so. Because it all starts with belief, man. That it really does. Belief. So, really so Joe, this is just fire. It's 41. We're on 41. And I know your time is like extremely valuable. You're just an absolute rock star. I want you to give, you know, if you have one piece of advice for anyone who's watching this right now, um, this, I think this is built, smash that heart button guys, drop in the comments. If you're coming in live hashtag live, and if you're catching this on the replay, hashtag replay, make sure you're tagging your teams, your upline, your download line whatever friends, family, like Joan is a true legend when it comes to success in the industry because of her, her consistency, because of the value that she adds out there, just taking her time to tell people she's a human. She has ups, she has downs. She's talking to people. She's in the trenches. Like there's certain times when she started business, she was really in the trenches. So it, it's really, really valuable for you to give such precious time and pour it into so many people. I can't thank you enough. But if there's, do you have anything else out there that you want to add value wise to these people to just take the freaking business and grab it by the horns and close out 2023 with a bang? Yeah. So I would say that the best advice that I could give to anybody listening is whether you're brand new or whether you're in a slump and you need to restart your business. Set the intention for a 90-day run that you're going to go back and either make sure you're doing all the things that you need to do to build your business or that you're going to start that way. Um, you know, I, I mean, there's so many things that people can do that are going to add to their success, but this truly is probably 
the simplest thing that I could say has changed my life and the people that I work with. Because when I onboard people, that is one of the questions I ask. Are you willing to commit for 90 days to building your business, really doing what it takes to build the business? And those folks are people that tend to stay. They have success. And um, I would just say that there's no other uh, there's no other tip that I could give that that would be as valuable as that. And it's simple because it's already there for you. I love that. All right. You got me all fired up. Joan, thank you so much again. Um, yeah. You guys have a good day. Happy freaking Tuesday. Get out there and freaking crush it. Crush it. Bye, Joan. All right. See ya. Thanks.